when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Hi. Hi. How's I, it going? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm picking up the sheet as if I'm about to start reading off the sheet instead of from the book. It's okay. I remember how this is done. Oh. Yeah, so I've got a book for us. It's called Rafe, a Buff Male Nanny. <laughs> and <laughs> how I, did I not get the title of your book last time? Oh, I did, but I just it breezed right by me. Yeah, no, I always forget what I said. A buff male nanny. I think I do remember this now. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't make a game, but like, if if over the course of uh, reading this, like any other titles that could be in the series come to you, feel free to just shout them out. Ooh, okay. Like, you know, uh, like Jack, a, a, a wiry <laughs> male dog trainer. Well, I was thinking like. The first thing I thought was like, uh, Sid, a, a flaccid male accountant or something. Okay. Yep. How does that work for you? I mean, that, that definitely does it for some people. I'm sure it does. Yeah. If she'd been pay- paying, oh, this is by Rebecca Weatherspoon. Okay. If she'd been paying closer attention, Dr. Sloan Copeland, MD, would have noticed something was off the moment she pulled into the driveway. She never left the garage door open and neither did her live-in nanny, Tess. But that day, it was wide open, and the contents of Sloan's complex storage system were on display for the whole neighborhood to see. Sloan never drank two cups of coffee at home. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Sloan's complex storage system was on display for the whole neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Like, it's like a Marie Kanto porn novel opening. Yes, that's exactly it. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) Like, look inside this garage system. Uh, Ooh. (laughs) It just sparked joy. (laughs) The Chevy Tahoe Tess used to cart the girls around when she was there and uh, was there, and nothing seemed to be missing when she stopped in front of the neatly arranged rack of garden tools. Still, she should have known. Hey, nice rack of garden mm. tools. Mm-hmm. There's a look at that hoe. Look at that <laughs> look at, hoe check display. that hoe out. It was only Wednesday, but the week already felt so long. Her six-year-old twins, Avery and Addison, because what the fuck else would they be called, <laughs> were oh. acting as if they could smell the end of summer. Oh. I, I, it smells like... Yeah. August? Also, I just, I don't like the phrase smell the end. No. And had started a comprehensive and coordinated boycott against bedtime. They'd even worked in musical numbers with some adorably, adorably ridiculous dance moves. But Sloan really would have appreciated that hour of sleep they'd managed to snatch from her with their scheming. Mm-hmm. She'd loaded up on coffee and the tiny burst of adrenaline that always hit her system the moment she set foot in the ULA Medical Center. Mm-hmm. But, which... I guess maybe University of Louisiana. Los Angeles. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking. I was thinking it was like UCLA, but we can't say UCLA. (laughs) But after hours on her, but after hours on her feet operating, she was desperate to get home and reset her system. She was grateful for the fact that Tess would keep the girls distracted long enough for Sloane to squeeze in a quick hot shower. Okay, wait. She's mentioned Tess already. Tess Mm -hmm. is the nanny. Tess is the nanny. Oh, who's going to get fired so that Rafe can step right in? Oh yes, step right into that storage system. To her storage system. You beat me to it. Yeah. Sloan cut the engine to her Mercedes, then hit the oh. button on her garage door op- opener. Oh, she's rich. She's a surgeon. Before she could grab her purse out of the passenger seat, the door at the top of the garage stairs opened just enough for Avery's small face to poke through. Oh, it sounds like you're saying her, the full name was Avery Small Face. <laughs> Avery Small Face <laughs> came through. <laughs> yep. Um, like, uh, Jenny, what am I thinking of? What's what's the is it LL Cool J song Big Old Butt like yeah Benita Applebaum who's who's Benita Applebaum is that I don't know damn it um, okay Sloan climbed out of the car and smiled at her daughter hey baby but instead of launching into a detailed description of everything that had happened since the moment she woke up Avery tucked her lips between her what? teeth 
<laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like it's it's uh, it's what cool kids do instead of flossing. Before ducking back into the house. Crap, Sloan said under her breath. She knew that look on Avery's face. She'd done something bad. It was a toss-up between nearly maiming Addison and attempting to set something on fire if Sloan had to take a guess. Okay. Hey, hey <laughs> love bugs. Hey, Tess, she called out as she walked into the mudroom. No response as she stepped out of her shoes and pushed them under the bench. She could hear an episode of My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, coming from the TV room. <laughs> Thanks for telling us the name. Uh-huh. Details. Something was off, although not the TV. Something was off, but Sloane did, still didn't catch it. The scene she met with wasn't too unusual. Addison sat in the middle of the floor, a small gr- bowl of green grapes in her lap. Avery was standing Wait, behind... Wait, how old is she? That's, that's a chokeable. Yeah, totally. That's, <laughs> that is a chokeable. Avery was standing behind the far end of the couch, bouncing on her heels. Hi, babies. Hi, Mommy. Hi, Avery blurted out before biting her lip again. I don't know they're talking. It's probably not a chokeable anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Tess said, I have to give you this as soon as you get home. Addison held up that piece of paper. <laughs> why do I keep I'm saying cho- chokeable? I'm choking. Love, why do you keep saying that? It's so awful. <laughs> Sloan set down her purse and took the folded Copeland stationery out of Addison's hand. I guess Copeland is what? her name. Sloan Copeland, MD, I think. Okay. Where is Tess, she asked as she opened the cream cardstock. She creamed her card stuff. <laughs> She's I'm, at you law. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, but I quit. She left, Addison said. Sloan blinked and read the note again. Uh, was Wait, all that came out of her that's mouth. That's all it said on the cream, on the creamed cr- card? The creamed, creamed card stock. The creamed corn stock just said, I'm sorry, but I quit. That's oh, pretty boss. Pretty... Like, I quit letter. But what happened? I, maybe we'll find out. Maybe nah, not. Who cares? Uh, was all that came out of her mouth. She swallowed and gave it another try as she looked between the girls. Where's Tess? Gone, Addison said. She's gone, Mommy. Gone, Avery well, added. Well, that's what I, I... What do you think? She's going to be sitting well, there if I she mean, wrote but, a I quit? Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, the kids can't read. Yeah, I but, guess she told no, them but, she was quitting. But she knows. Yeah. That she's, she meant, like, like where she where has she gone off right. to? A sudden strange pressure gripped the temporal vein on the side of Sloane's face. Ooh, she what? get that looked at. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> she, she go should go see a doctor. Right. Oh, wait, you are one. She kept her voice calm. How often do doctors treat their own ailments? Um, That's a really good question. I bet they're real hypochondriacs. Yeah, I bet a lot of them are. But I, I think that they... Do you think that they just don't get care? Kind of like... Uh, Maybe, like the cobbler shoes. Yeah. Like I, the cobbler's children. <laughs> the co- not the, cob- the cobbler shoes. <laughs> cobbler shoes, to be fair, are probably falling apart. Yep. The pressure was quickly spreading lower to her chest. You're oh, right. Totally. She's, Sloan got it then. She's getting a, a migraine. Yeah, chest migraine. A heart a, attack. A heart attack. <laughs> Avery wasn't worried about her own screw-up. She was hyped up over Tess flying the coop. Sloane flopped down on the couch and reached for Avery, who climbed over the arm instead of walking around. Baby, what time did Tess leave? Avery was big on telling time these days. Oh, right. She quit and left the kids unsupervised. Uh-huh. Okay, we should not be worried about chokeables now. We should be worried about other things. Yeah. Um, you know How what? old are these kids, do you think? I Too five... young to be untested. Yeah. Three <laughs> one... <laughs> to be untested? Untest. Oh, untest. 318. Sloane glanced at her smartwatch. It was nearly seven. She's been gone for almost four hours? Mm-hmm, Avery said with a deep nod. Why didn't you call me, Sloane asked. She had the number to her office at the medical center programmed into the speed dial on the landline in the kitchen. Once the girls exhibited a reasonable understanding of how that phone worked and that it wasn't a toy, she told them which number to dial in case of an emergency, if Tess couldn't help them. Addison tilted her head back. 
You said emergencies only, and Tess said this wasn't an emergency. She said we could watch TV till you got home. She put all of her stuff in a pickup truck, Avery said. <laughs> what the? Sloan hopped up and practically ran down the hall to Tess's wing of the house. Wing? Oh, my God. She has a wing? The, the nanny gets a wing. Wow. Sure enough, all of her things- I'm in are, the wrong profession. I know. Yeah. I don't get a wing. I know, like you, I mean, but you cook like good food for grownups. If you were heating up chicken fingers for babies, you would get a wing. I mean, a chicken wing. Yeah. But who wants a wing in someone else's house? Uh, Depends how much you pay for it, I think. (laughs) Sure enough, all of her things had been cleaned out of the in-law suite. Drawers and closet completely empty. Toothbrush and toiletries gone from the ensuite bathroom. What in the fresh hell? Sloan breathed. (laughs) You said we couldn't say hell. Of course, Avery followed her. Sloan turned around and scooped up her little girl. You're right. I'm sorry. This means we're going to get a new <laughs> nanny, right? Avery asked. Kadem has a new nanny. Kadem? K-A-Y-D-E-M. It's just Medyak spelled backwards. <laughs> <laughs> that would be as sense, uh, make as much sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that's what this means. Fuck. She just needed a few minutes. Did she say fuck out loud? Because no. that's definitely not okay. No. Okay. Just in her head. Uh. Uh, just a few to scream into a couple of pillows. Maybe trash the place. Finding the girls a new nanny would be the first thing on her list after she called her, called the feds on Tess. Are you hungry? Feds? Come yeah. on. Well, Avery tipped her chin in a firm nod. MI6? Maybe MI6? <laughs> the feds. You called mm-hmm. the feds. Avery tipped her chin in a firm nod. So hungry. Can you do something for me? Go ask Addison what she wants on her pizza. I'll be right there. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. She pressed a hefty kiss to Avery's temple. Hefty kiss. Hefty kiss. <laughs> then set her back down on the floor. I'll be there in just a few minutes. Oh, no. Now mommy is uh, abandoning yeah. them, too. <laughs> like, and mommy would never came back. <laughs> and then mommy left it out. I quit. <laughs> I, I fucking quit, too. <laughs> I cleared out her wing. Yep. Avery nodded, then turned and bolted down the hall. Once she was alone, Sloan realized she wasn't breathing right. Her full-time live-in nanny had really just up and quit and abandoned her freaking children in the middle of the day. No phone call, no text, nothing. When her heart stopped racing, Sloan would grab onto the silver linings, like how both Avery and Addison were perfectly fine, even though they'd been left unsupervised for hours. That was the most important thing. They were okay. Sloan would focus on that. She really would, just as soon as she figured out just what the hell happened to Tess. Mm. Okay. It's okay to cry. What she did was pretty fucked up. Wait, who's uh, okay? Let a, me guess who's saying this. <laughs> the, one of the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mommy, it's, it's okay, okay to, to cry. cry. It's that, pretty fucked up. That shit is fucked. <laughs> that shit's so fucked. To, I mean, come on. Tess was kind of a bitch, Mommy. I'm not crying. Sloan huffed as she shoved the sheets. Shove, oh my God. Shove the, huff the, huff the. <sighs> so, Sloan, I don't know if I can make it through the sentence, Becky. Okay, all right. Sloan huffed as she shoved the sheets she'd just torn off Tess's bed into the washing machine. Oh, you did it. <sighs> she stood up and wiped the tears off her cheeks. She shoved the sheets and wiped the tears <laughs> off her <laughs> cheeks. She shoved then the sheets and wiped the tears the off her cheeks. Then slammed the washer door shut. She shoved the sheets and she wiped the It was the barely 10 p.m., but she'd cycled through a whole bunch of emotions surrounding Tess and her unnecessarily over-the-top resignation. I, You could, I mean... That was that's bad to leave kids unsupervised, but like it's it's not really over the top, like mm. you know if she'd left the house like gotten the kids out but like burned the house down that would be over the over the top or like I don't I know. I don't know. I think it's kind of over the top. Yeah, I think it's you know like the note itself. Yeah. Okay. Just saying, I quit. It's pretty dramatic. It's really dramatic. Sloan had ordered dinner and got the girls through their evening routine with, with relative ease, considering the day they'd had. They were handfuls and a half, but they knew when Sloan had hit her emotional limit. 
She was tempted to press them for more, for more information about Tess's departure, but decided against it, especially when they asked if Tess really wasn't coming back and if she didn't like them anymore. Oh. Sloan wanted to box Tess in the street for leaving the way she did. Is that an expression? Um, I know boxing in the sheets is. <laughs> okay. That's how, that's, how, that's how you do it. But she really wanted to mess her up for making her children feel like they had or done Or hitting them wrong. in the box. That's a thing, too. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure she wants to do. Yeah. To okay. Test. In the streets. A boxer, a boxer in the streets and a Something boxer in the, in the sheets. No. Even if Tess hated Avery and Addison, Tess, have you ever, have you ever uh, had someone in the sheets just leave a note that says, I quit? Mm, no, I have no, I don't want to do yes and, but I'm me, not sure where I'd go with yeah, that. Yeah, me neither, me neither, but now this is my biggest fear. <laughs> Tess didn't have to pull this crap. Talk about unprofessional. After the girls drifted off to sleep, Sloan tried calling Tess for a third time. Her first two attempts had been sent right to vo- voicemail. Voicemail. She left messages and sent a few texts, and just as Sloan debated calling the police, Tess did have a boyfriend, and maybe he forced her to quit. A reply text popped up on her phone. Child care just isn't for me. I'm sorry. The keys to the house and the Tahoe are in the basket. What? Like, Lame. She, yeah. Relief flooded Sloan for a few seconds until the truth settled in. Tess really had just up and quit. Maybe she's being held hostage, though. Maybe. That would, that would be... Because that would be what you would tell the person to write. Right. Yep. Childcare just isn't for me because it sort of sounds, you know, like, oh, that would get someone off your trail. But it is a weird thing to say. Yeah. Uh, Addison and uh, Tess really had just up and quit with no warning and left Addison and Avery to deliver the news. Sloan knew there was nothing she could do. Well, technically, she left a note. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Even if begging were an option, she didn't want Tess's irresponsible ass back. No, because even responsible ass is not something you want in front of your children. No, it's not. I mean, an ass is not a good babysitter. (laughs) Then Finding again, new, what else do you I mean, sit on a baby yeah, exactly, with? That's, that's a good point. <laughs> Finding a new nanny for the girls as soon as possible was the priority now. She also knew she had to fill the twins' father in on what had happened. She did not want to speak to Drew about this. She knew exactly what he would say, that she and the girls should move back to Seattle. She could yeah. come work for him at his practice. Mm, Fuck that. No. His mom would watch the girls. They'd never be together again, so Drew would at least try to have his way and at every turn take his chance to remind Sloane she couldn't have it all. The thought have of even, his way. What does yeah, that mean? Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, have his way, like that she would quit her job and be full-time mom? Uh, maybe. Have his way. I, I don't, don't know. know. This, the thought of even having to have a conversation with Drew about the girls, that pushed her anger and frustration to a boiling point. And unfortunately for Sloane, her extreme emotions usually came with tears. Can I get a side of tears with that? <laughs> she, she rage cleaned as much as Whoa. she could. And then, instead of calling Drew, she called her friend Jenny. Girl, mm-hmm. cry it out, Jenny said. Someone you just trusted with your children in your home just up and ditched you. Thank you. We were there. Mm-hmm. It's completely reasonable to be upset. Just Express that slept. emotion. It's just, healthy. Just in case you slept through the first three pages. <laughs> we're going to get a little uh, summary. If, if, uh, if my friend said to me, express that emotion, it's healthy, I would think they'd been replaced with a robot. Uh-huh. And when you're done and you feel like you can think more clearly, I need to know what kind of hex you want me to put on this bitch when we find her. Yeah, that sounds more right. Yes. Sloan laughed, but the tears still leaked down her face. Oh, get that checked out while you're there. Leaky. As she leaned back against the dryer. Don't waste your magic on her. She isn't worth it. I know, but she hasn't coming. Has it coming? Or (laughs) (laughs) she's not sitting on the dryer. (laughs) 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 Or I I mean. 
You could leak. Oh, you just hit your, you just hit your yeah. glasses on the microphone. I mean, you could leak me her address, and what? then I'll just have to go ch- chat with she her. She is all, sitting on the dryer. Lot of leaking going lots on. Lots of leaking. Lots of coming. Uh huh. Yeah, that'd be great for your career. Local kindergarten teacher arrested after assault on former nanny. I would just do the talking. You'd know I'd make a call for the heavy list lifting. Sloan chuckled some <laughs> heavy more. <listing. laughs> heavy listing. Heavy, heavy lisping. <laughs> Jenny had six elderly aunts in South Pasadena just looking for a reason to get in a knife fight. Wait. Wait, what? I think I think this is a joke. Oh. But uh, that's a weird joke. Six yeah, elderly six aunts. Six elderly aunts in South like Pasadena. in a gang. Yeah. I appreciate the gesture, but no. Tell the Everly sisters I won't be needing their services. Or maybe really she's they got six badass knife aunts. I like it. Mm-hmm. They can make it look like an accident, but fine, whatever. You've got the girls covered for tomorrow? I, I have meetings at school till one, but I can sit with them okay, a bit till you get home. Time out. This yep. is one of those things where you're like... Oh my off- God, this, we're barely half done. It's one of those things where you're like, you're trying to do some exposition here and, and, and do a side joke about the best friend's but aunts. Now, but now that's all you can think all I about, can think about right? because that's such an unusual drop. Right. If you are going to do a book about Sloan Farman, uh, MD... And uh, and her childcare issues, or a book about six right. six knife wielding ang- ants in Pasadena ant from Pasadena. Pasadena. Like this is the wrong this is, book. This is you the made book a I bad read. choice. I know. Yes. Okay. So now I'm like, I wasn't. I was pretty bored, but now I'm more aware of my boredom. Going exactly. back to this very domestic yep. problem. I have meetings at school till one, but I can yeah. sit with them for a bit till you get home. What no, are the it's ants okay. Doing? What are no, the no, ants doing? No, no, we're gonna get doing? a lot more childcare logistics. <laughs> no. I know that's what you want. No, it's okay. My neighbor's daughter is going to watch them till the end of the week. The girls love her, so at least I won't get too many complaints about this transition of power. Can you hire her full-time? No, Sloan sighed. She goes back to college next week. Oh, man. Well, I'll help you tag-team this. Mm-hmm. You ask around the hospital tomorrow, and I'll ask up at school. I think between us we can find someone, or at least link you up with a reliable oh agency. Oh, my God. Get to Rafe already, uh-huh. the buff male yeah. nanny. <laughs> okay, thank you. Do you know any buff male nannies who can, like, no. fill my storage spaces? That is not Doesn't in the say book. that. You know I got you, babe. You get <laughs> some sleep. Fill my storage spaces. Please don't ever say that. <laughs> I'm going to look up the street view of Tessa's man's house and find the best entry points. Wait, and so Wait is, what? She's just threatening to, to like... Uh, do a home invasion on Tess and, and oh. kick, after the storage spaces you saying Tess's entry points really threw right, me right, yeah. no, Rafe the buff male man he's also, he's also great with entrance entry points <laughs> Sloan burst out laughing will you stop never they finally said their good nights and Sloan set about shutting down the house Set about shutting, shutting down, down the, the house. house. She'd call her mother in the morning. Thanks to the time difference, her parents were already asleep back in Rhode Island. She should be too if she wanted to make it through the next day with a clear head. She headed upstairs, peeked in on the girls one more time, and then made her way to her bedroom where she called her ex-husband Drew Balos, the biggest asshole she'd ever met. Balos. Balos. Mm-hmm. Check out the Balos on that guy. <laughs> Rafe Whitcomb's day had taken a turn. It had been three weeks since the Bakers had relocated to Sydney, chapter? Australia. It's a new part of a chapter. Wait, the Bakers? Uh, I think that's the family that Rafe, buff male nanny at mm-hmm. your service, used uh, to work for, and okay. now he needs a new assignment. Of course. He'd been taking care of their four kids for over six years. When Jill Baker was offered a job overseas, they jumped at the chance to provide their children with an international experience. Her words, not Rafe's. They asked him if he wanted to come along. Same pay, same perks, same schedule, just a different hemisphere. I have to say that, again, with romance novels and similar language, jumped at the chance mm-hmm. seems to be very common in these it's, books. It really is. It really is. Yep. Like, how many times have you said it in your life? 
I jumped at the chance. I don't think I've ever said that. Yeah, I don't know if I have. I'm trying to see if I could hear myself saying like, like I jumped at the chance to be a part of the team. No, there's, I've, never I've never been asked said. to be part of a team, <laughs> yeah. so that doesn't work. Matthew, would you like to be on my comedy team? I, I would jump at the chance. Yeah, you, I, I would leap. You, we've never said this, but no. it's, it's in these books a lot. Rafe was tempted. He'd been overseas with families he'd worked for before. Living abroad, even if he had to keep up with the Baker's kids, would be a pretty cool experience. But when Chris Baker joked that the woman of Rafe's dreams could be waiting for him down under, a Wait, whole potential where, life... <laughs> come on. Come on. That's what it says. Yeah, that on purpose. Uh-huh. The woman of Rafe's dreams could be waiting for him down under. A whole potential life flashed before his eyes, and he wasn't sure he loved what he saw. What? What? I guess it's about to be explained, but like he wasn't sure like he loved what he saw, like this image of like this woman hook, underneath hook, him. Hooking up, hook up with an Australian chick and getting paid to I don't know. He'd been taking care of other people's children. It sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. He'd been taking care of other people's children since since he was seventeen. Being a full time live in nanny didn't leave a whole lot of time for a social life or a life of any kind. Most women he dated were fine with the fact that he was only free two nights a week and that those two nights were set in stone. Because it was also fucking cute how good he was with kids. But when they realized that the kids really did come first, that being with Rafe meant their relationships would come with a lot of rain checks, they were out the door. And that was only if they didn't try to convince him to quit first. Rafe didn't, you know, I feel like I'm, a solution to this problem is is, uh, is coming to my to head. To meet another nanny or to stoop your owner, your owner, your no, I was boss. thinking the latter, yeah, but either way could work. Uh-huh. Rafe didn't want to picture that shit happening halfway across the world. I mean, maybe maybe women in Australia are much more understanding. Perhaps. I've never been. At some point, he knew he was going to have to step away from this kind of intensive child care. He still wanted to work with children, but he wanted more time for himself. So when the bakers asked him for his final answer, he knew it would be better for him to stay behind. What is your final answer? Yes. <laughs> All right. Could I... Uh, get a 50-50 on this one. <laughs> yes, uh, Matthew, use your Jeopardy could skills. I, right, no, can I, um, <laughs> um, 50-50 meaning I want you to get rid of one of your kids. Can I get a Sophie's Choice on this I'll one? I'll take buff male nannies for 500 mm-hmm. Alec. Uh, this buff, <laughs> buff male nanny really knows his way around a garage storage space. Who is Rafe? Correct. He wasn't sure what his next move would be. Maybe he'd go back to school, get a degree. Regardless, Rafe knew it was time to call his folks on the other side of L.A. County to let them know he'd been mo- ah, be moving it back. it is you, Law. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Moving back to his old room for a while. He was beyond grateful. Oh, he's going when back they, to his parents. He's moving back in Hot. with his parents. That is a catch. <laughs> he missed the bakers and aspects of their routine, but he was enjoying the freedom. He'd enjoyed catching up with his dad and working on their motorcycles together. <laughs> oh, this will make sure that we mm-hmm. all know that he's very manly. Yep. Helping us. Yeah, I mean, he looks after kids, but that doesn't mean he doesn't have a, a <laughs> right. Harley. Right. Helping his stepmom around the house and even keeping his teenage sisters out of trouble until school started in another two weeks. He was pretty damn shocked when he got a call from Winnie Baker's teacher. Winnie? Ugh. Yep. She got right to the point, and when Rafe agreed to at least check things out, they hung up and she texted him all the contact information he needed. Don't know what, what this means. Mm-hmm. It had happened so fast, he was in a daze when he stepped back into the garage. Rafe, his dad's head popped up on the, far, the uh, far side of his Harley. It was oh, a Harley. just a head. <laughs> just the head. <laughs> he, he'd heard his dad call his name, but his brain was still caught up in the conversation he'd just had. Close your mouth or you'll catch some flies. This time, his dad's thick Boston accent caught his attention. Clo- close your mouth, or you'll... I don't know how to do a Boston accent. Yeah, you do. I know. I forgot. I, I Let's hear yours. Close. Say, close your mouth, or you'll catch some flies. Um, oh, fuck. 
No. I'm trying, I'm trying uh, to think like, in JFK, but it's not happening. I, no, one can't do it. Rafe shook his head and swallowed. Yeah, sorry, what'd you say? Who's <laughs> on the phone? He glanced again at the text he had just, that had just come through. Uh, Sarah Cato, she was Winnie's teacher last year. And what? What did she want? You look like she just confessed to switching Winnie out for a robot. Wait, I made a joke about someone getting switched <laughs> for a robot either. Nah, one of their incoming parents at Whipperwill Elementary no! is having a childcare emergency. Incoming parents. She. What does that mean, incoming? Like incoming. Parent incoming. She needs a live-in by Monday. Single mom. She want you? Well, yeah. Sarah said she recommended me. You gonna do it? I don't know. Give me one sec. Did you say Whipperwill? Whipperwill. <laughs> is that a bird? I think so. <laughs> Yeah, take your time. I'll be right back. Rafe almost took a seat on the weight bench against, against the back wall. Also, yes, again, yep. manly. Yeah, I mean, he's a buff male nanny. Right. But his body switched to autopilot, directing him right to his old bedroom. He'd taken personal offense when his stepmom announced her plans to turn his bedroom into a guest room, but she'd really been onto something when she switched out his shitty twin bed for a Cal King. I don't think you should be, if you're a grown-up, you should be offended if your parents turn right. your old room into a guest room. No, in fact, it's probably healthy for uh-huh. every, everyone. Yep. And why are you complaining? You have a Cal King. Well, I mean, that's when, when, he, when, she, when she floated the idea. He was mm. upset, but then when he got there, he was like, Mom, cool, it's a big boy I bed. No, I can starfish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he sank down and grabbed his laptop off the nightstand, then Googled Dr. Sloan Copeland at the ULA Medical Center, oh, like Sarah suggested. Stalking. When he clicked on her profile on the ULA website, Hot. he did one hell of a... How did you guess? Oh, I just guessed. He did one hell of a double take. Dr. Sloan Copeland was hot as fuck. Oh, really? And young. Oh, gosh. Rafe didn't know how long it took to become a heart surgeon. And even factoring in, in what his stepmom had explained to him about black women and aging, Sloan Copeland looked five minutes over 21. We have a black woman heroine? Yeah. That's a new and thing. And she's a doctor. Pretty cool. That is cool. Um, it, it takes a while to become the heart surgeon, right? I'm going to say so. I mean, it. But it we're seems also, that, we also got into this, the black don't crack thing yeah, right yeah, here. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm stuck on this thing where, he, where he's claiming that, like, if he really has no idea how long it becomes takes to become a heart surgeon, maybe he doesn't know if it takes, like, you know, seven years or 11 years, but it seems like he really has no clue. Mm. The photo on the website was your standard professional headshot. Sloan sporting a white lab coat over blue scrubs, but she looked like a model. Her dark brown skin was practically glowing. High, round cheeks framed her plump lips, which were turned up in a bright smile that showed, up, showed off perfectly white teeth. Her hair was in long braids that she'd put up in a high bun. Her looks aside, Rafe was stuck on the timeline of having two six-year-olds and finishing all her medical training. Not impossible, but obviously oh, right, they're hard. Twins. I forgot. Mm-hmm. Not like, impossible, but with very white sounding obviously names. hard. Yeah. He clicked around on a few more articles and some things slid into place. <laughs> Well, because... Uh-huh. He's going to slide into place. <laughs> article after article, including profiles in Ebony, Essence, and O Magazine about the child prodigy bound... Oh, she's a, she's a doogie. A doogie. A doogie hauser. Child prodigy bound for Harvard Med School. More articles and posts on the youngest doctor to complete a surgical residency at U.S. Medical Center in Seattle. Now known as a Sloney. If his internet math was correct, she was 28. Still pretty young for an established doctor. I don't know if I'd want a heart surgeon that's 28. Yeah, I don't know. Like... Especially who, who looks not not five minutes over twenty one, like right. And like, I don't even know if their heart's fully you know, developed yet. Yeah, I, I don't know. Can I get like a grown up surgeon? Like nothing personal. 
he realized how far down the rabbit hole he'd gone when he scrolled through a good portion of her Instagram. Mm-hmm. There were plenty of, plenty of pictures of, the, of her twins, meaning her tits, and close-ups <laughs> of human hearts on Gross. full display. Matthew, so sexist of you. I know, I'm terrible. Dr. Sloan Copeland appeared to be enjoying a full life. Can I and, see those t- tit photos? <laughs> 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 he just showed me his Kindle. That disappointingly, just had words on it. I know, but sexy, sexy words. And she needed his help with her kids. Eventually, when Ray found himself searching through her social media looking for pictures of just Sloan on her days off, he knew he'd gone way off track. Sloan yeah. on her days off. She Sloan was hot. on her days on. <laughs> but that was she, she was hot. But that wasn't part of this equation. Sloan he walked down back under. out to the to the garage. Yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking? His dad asked as soon as he stepped back outside. Sloan on top. The single mom, she's a doctor, two girls, nanny bailed last minute. Wow, this guy is a man of few words. <laughs> nanny bailed last minute, so it looks like she could use the help. How old are the kids? Sarah said they're six. They're twins. You can handle that. Two kids is a walk in the park for you. I know. Rafe knew his dad was right. The baker's four kids were actually pretty easy to handle. Before that, he'd been with the Craigs, and they had five kids. And before that... Oh, my God. He was with the Mormons with 445. <laughs> exactly. He'd helped his stepmom with his sisters, who were only a year apart. He could handle twins. All right. Why don't we... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Really don't care. The only interesting thing was in we, we finally had a, a female of, or person of color in yeah. one of our books. Nice. But to be fair, we've actively chosen not to... to well, I mean, I, mean I, I wouldn't go that far. Well, no. I mean, just because we didn't really want to delve into the uh, potential what... Yeah, but I mean, I we've we've had some here and making there. fun of we make fun of all our books, right? Like, um, I mean, the the issues are like, um, let, let's get let's get seriously let's get serious. into this topic, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and I think like I've been I've been trying to to diversify our lineup a little mm-hmm. bit, um, yeah. I mean, first of all, like like you know, uh, picking on uh, like a successful romance novelist of color, but like that seems like almost. Anti, almost racist, right? But but like the main the main thing is uh, uh, wanting to avoid a book um, where uh, there is a lot of like uh, black English used on the page, and then Um, watching you try to muddle through that, right? Um, Yeah, I wouldn't like that. I mean, you thought my attempt at a Boston accent was disappointing, right? Yeah, no. I so (laughs) anyway, (laughs) that's. We're basically scared. That's what it comes sure, down to. Sure, sure. <laughs> and we like to pick on our own. All right. So anyway, <laughs> let us know what you think. Uh, Facebook.com slash LookInsideTVC, um, which uh, this week stands for... Uh, this black... You, you finish. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. This, this buff... Baby... This, this baby... Babysitting... It's buff. I like buffless. Well, look no, look inside the, the yeah. Look inside this this beautifully organized closet. I know that's a, there's an extra letter in there. Or just beautiful closet. This beautiful closet. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, and uh, you can also find us. Look inside this bookclub.com. Never know why we give that URL out. It's there's nothing useful there. We can stop doing that. Actually. Okay. We have the but power. I but I'm on autopilot here. Are you? Yeah. All right. Well. Um. What I, is our book for next time? Our book for next time, Matthew. I'm so glad you asked me. Is Claudia and the Phantom Phone Calls by Anne M. Martin. Oh, is that a babysitter's club? It is a babysitter's club, and I didn't, should have realized that it was a kid's book, mm-hmm. but I didn't because... Oh, you thought that a book called The Baby, a series called The Babysitter Club was just going to be full of, like, nannies. nonstop... Male nannies? I don't know. Like, yeah. it could have been. And so so it's going to take us, you know, in a d- slightly different direction, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm game. Are you game? Um, yeah, I'm game. Let's, uh, let's make it as inappropriate as possible. Perfect. See you next time. Bye.
walrus romance and sure, sure, sure. mermaid. Um, 